Now, just for a minute, uh, explain, I guess, Piper first, at a basic level, what is DS for you? And then Doug, you also. At uh, a basic level, for me, DS is about authority, some level of authority that my partner gives to me, the decisions that I can make regarding that person and our relationship and just kind of leading the relationship in specific areas that they allow. The definition I often use for a DS relationship is consensual authority, which is pretty much what Piper said, just in a more elaborate way, which is good because we're together, so we should have pretty much the same definition. <laughs> it's, uh, a lot of people will say this, and I like to reiterate it time after time, there's no one right way to do any type of relationship. Uh, it's just a matter of what you decide to work out with your partner. Well, I'd like to move what I when I discuss any of this uh, in the adult world with other people. I like to start with the LGBTQ self and say that all relationships are individuals. So, and it blends in that same philosophy blends into all of this. So, what I love about what I'm hearing from you is that consensual authority exchange uh, because there's a beautiful contrast between that and uh, MS relationships where often the dynamic is hinged upon TV for the power exchange. So I like the difference in the workplace there. I'm a word play. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way those words sound. <laughs> hmm. Okay, see me like raising my eyebrows and stuff right now. <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> 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 Remember, you cross your puzzles here. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you would have me sitting here doing crossword puzzles too. I'm just saying. Yeah, you shouldn't be surprised. I do. I'm, I'm sorry. If you don't know what I do, I make people. Oh, yeah, we didn't introduce our, ourselves in the process. 
But I like to make people do math as a part of my play. It, it's fucked up, and I like it. So they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Fibonacci. Fibonacci Mindfuck. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, Mindfuck Fibonacci. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, five, eight, Not necessarily like together, but why did she want ADS relationship? Um, for me, it was about being able to have the relationship I wanted and not feel bad about it. To have things done the way I wanted, to be able to ask my partner for things, um, you know, even down to little things where I might be sitting on the couch and sure, I could get up and get it myself. But I really just wanted to have the other person do it for me, you know, if I wanted a glass of water. So it worked for me to find somebody who also wanted that style of relationship. It kind of enabled me to not feel like I was being selfish, knowing that my partner wanted the same things that I did after a relationship. I've always been the type of person that likes to please other people that comes from a, a background of being the storyteller and the jokester and the person who likes to help everyone out around me and that lends itself well in my experience anyway to also being the person in a relationship who does those little extra things to make the dominant a little bit happier throughout the day because I get a lot of my happiness from seeing my partner happy. It's not that I'm being bossed around, it's that I am happily giving a part of my two hyper. <laughs> Very much. So, <laughs> at the beginning... Go ahead. No. All right. What did the negotiation look like? When you two first met, first began to consider one another, what did that look like? And how did it help you form what you have? Um, actually, negotiations for us, um, you know, we got the uh, the compatibility and you know limits and things like that. We definitely discussed, but um, the negotiations for us, I mean, they're ongoing every single day. Like it, it might not be explicit, you know. Certainly, when we try something new or something comes up, and we need to discuss it, then we'll sit down and actually parse it out. But um, every single day, you know, we're we're working on it and going back and forth and checking in with each other and communicating, uh, making sure that everything's working the way that we want to and all that happy with. In the beginning of our relationship, the vast majority of our negotiations were how to flesh out what we wanted, and most of that for us was monogamy versus non-monogamy versus polyamory. And there was the um, and how where, we wanted it to look. Yeah. How we wanted to look. Where we wanted to take place was actually a major part of our negotiations because we didn't even say And then once most of those negotiations were out 
in the open. Then we started to uh, add in, like, well, we're both very kinky people, and we both really enjoy BDSM as a whole, and it makes sense to include the dynamic that is ongoing. Our day-to-day dynamic isn't incredibly strong. Most of our dynamic is in the bedroom, but there are little bits and pieces that continue to sneak in, and I enjoy it. That was a big part of the negotiations, was trying to decide where that line is drawn. You know, what what aspects of our lives I would lead and have authority over versus what was going to be equal and, you know, what things that you would not want me to choose or decide for you. And, and it's still kind of, again, ongoing, really. Right. And after a good amount of time together, we even included a, a portion of our dynamic, which is, I might say no to something. Now, I can say no again, and then it won't be pushed, but we might be outside of the bedroom and, like, we need to do that. Can I wait a second? Like, no, you need to do it. <laughs> like, but, yes, ma'am. And to be fair, that's after a long time. You know, we've been together for a little over three years now. So that's not something that we just jumped into. That's definitely something that took a long time to be able yeah. to get to and discuss and put that in. Yeah, that was probably life. after a year of living together that we started that type mm-hmm. of added that portion of the dynamic. Right. We regularly talk about our dynamic day to day because we think it's 100% necessary to know what page we're on at all times. What's going on with the Go, go. Am I not reading on that? You, you were. For a moment, you stopped. Yeah, for a moment, the mic stopped picking you up. Well, this mic is. Yes. in the middle of their conversation. So I get a tap from Kay who says, hey, turn off the notification. So I pause recording. These two start a new conversation on the same topic. It's even better. <laughs> better. So we're trying to capture that again. Which is going to be impossible. You can only say things once in the same way. It drives people back. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So... For us, we do, we have to talk about it all the time, but um, the, the DF aspect kind of had to come after we really did the getting to know you phase and all of that because we were long distance. And so um, that kind of, that discussion happened once we moved in together. A lot more in-depth, you know, things changed a lot, so we really had to Interesting to me because I think you're the first couple we talked to 
that the relationship started before the majority of DTS could happen. Mm -hmm. And so, because of that, you're the first couple that say, yeah, the relationship came first. That was primary. Everything else happened you know, much later. So that's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, this, I, I, would have, I fell in love with you knowing that, you know, DS might not be a huge part of it. I, I mean, we got the kink stuff fired out. That was kind of important. But as far as the DS goes, like, I knew that I wanted to be with you even if we weren't going to do that. So it was just kind of a bonus to be able to discuss that and figure out that we were on the same page with that as well. Right. And both of us have been in dynamics. The DS dynamics with other people where that was the first yeah. part of the relationship. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it evolved out of that, sometimes it didn't. But our relationship was more important to us to put into a strong foundation mm -hmm. and then build DS on top of it and basically plan it on making it a long term relationship. Not that DS relationships can't be, of course, but in the community, people who focus on their DS or their MS or their big little relationship ahead of their personal relationship often falter because they don't get to know a person well enough before they feel like they don't really answer what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not okay. always a great thing. I mean, and I, and I get it. You get excited and everything. But for us, like I know, I do not want to mess it up. So, and then... Being long distance, I actually think that really helped because we had an awful lot of time to just talk. <laughs> we couldn't do anything else. We just had to talk to each other and. Really? They already knew it. I was just saying, I was thinking. I mean, just be truthful. <laughs> okay, don't don't open. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how um, how did you guys meet? If you don't mind me asking, even no, that started. No, that's fine. Uh, um, long distance. Yeah, uh, he actually was visiting. Um, I lived in Cincinnati, and he was visiting his brother, who also lived in Cincinnati, um, from here. So that's how we met. I saw him on Tinder. And he had seen me, he had matched me, like he had his pet profile on it. So I stalked him on the pet, and I found him, and I sent him a message there, too. <laughs> and when I got that message on pet, it was the day I was driving home. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so we didn't meet in person. Yeah, it was, it was early in the morning, and I said, hey, I'm, I'm leaving today, but we could do lunch. And Sometimes, you know, I wasn't able to do it that day. So we talked for like two months before we met in person. Right. I think the response when I said that, I think Piper said something along the lines of, well, if you're in Cincinnati with any sort of regularity, I would like to be talking with you. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself, well, this is a pretty woman that wants to talk to me, so I'm going to humor her despite the fact that I've not been in Cincinnati in the past four years. Uh, so my, with regularity, is the fact that this is my second time visiting Cincinnati in eight years my brother lived here. So I, it started with a, a little bit of a white line. I was, I was, I was, I was really romantic! You knew this already. 
just about to say, I'm like, don't say it, Kay. Don't say it. Don't say it. You lied to her. <laughs> That's screaming in my brain. You, you lied. She said with regularity. We're having been going once every four years with regularity. That's true. This is why you are witty. You are witty, and it will be the epithet on your grave. You heard the old. The secret to true love is stalking people on their connections from to uh, Tinder to that life. <laughs> and then lie. That's the secret. That's what we're learning today. I'm learning so much. So, so much. And to continue that story. To be fabricated. Yeah. To make that story. We, we texted, we spoke, we uh, talked about BDSM, and we talked about dogs, and we talked about silence and baseball. We talked about all sorts of things until eventually. We thought to ourselves, we need to meet. So we made plans for our first date, where we decided to meet halfway in Nashville. We rented a tiny cabin Airbnb, and we spent the weekend together in a tiny Airbnb, working at the zoo, going to restaurants, and largely naked as well. So it was a great first date. We should fairy tales for relationship with someone for a while, you kind of steal their things, you know? Bunnies, <laughs> lines, Happy 
about what I'm giving her. And whether it's in the bedroom with our play or whether I'm getting out of a late night shift at work or a late rehearsal and I, I send her the text, hey, I'm heading home, and she responds with, I'm feeling steak. And so I'll swing by the store and make sure that she gets a steak dinner. True story. That happened recently. I was craving steak. That's just love. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. It's so great. <laughs> this is I okay. <laughs> kind of like, my eyes are getting a little messy over here. Like, for real, for real, I can feel it, like, trying to pull over in the corner of my eye. Like, I got some tear coming. And it's like,
fantastic way possible. Well, thank you. <laughs> At this point, we're going to pause for a little commercial break. And we'll see you on the other side. Hi, I'm Gray, and this is how you connect to your local BDSM community. First, create an account on FetLife. It is the Facebook for kinky people. Second, set your city and state to your actual city and state. Third, click that city within the places area of FetLife. Fourth, attend matches and events in your local area. This has been how, how you connect, connect with your local BDSM community. community. Yay! Yeah! And welcome back to Beyond the Middle of Me. We are talking with Piper and Doug about the DS dynamic. Uh, I'm still K. <laughs> I'm still Gray. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just was feeling left out, so I kind of wanted my name in there. Absolutely. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> All right, fresh off the presses, I have another question for you. Lovely people over there. Got to be all weeping and stuff. <laughs> Emotional tears of joy. I don't know what else. <laughs> how how long have you guys been into DS as respectively together? Even though I feel like you already answered that for me. No, that's fine. So we've been together about three years, and mm -hmm. like I said, about six months we've been into DS together. Right. Um, but probably for about a year before that for me. I had kind of deadline in it, you know, started with the top and bottom kind of thing. And then somebody suggested to me that I might want to try DS. And at first I was like, oh, I'm not sure that I have that in me. I don't know if that's, you know, what I want. And then tried it, had to look back. <laughs> you hit one boy, you cannot stop plugging to For me, I've been in DS relationships in the lifestyle for a long time, at least 12 years before me, so but, it's been a while, but essentially, since I was first in a relationship. But, and you started out online too, right? Yeah, I, I did. You started kind of figuring out about it? Yeah, I found about, about my sexuality and my interests. Oh, 
That's you have to break it back. <laughs> so, what do you, what do you find that works for constructing your DS or even just DS in general? What have you found that works in constructing a DS relationship dynamic? The biggest thing is probably honesty and communication. I mean, I think it's really important to kind of have an idea of what you want out of entering into it, you know, to a place to start from, I guess. We're getting the snaps. <laughs> yeah, communication, you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, Every once in a while, I get the crap beat up, which is also great. I win. I win. 
Okay, no, I won't hit you. <laughs> it would be, for me, it would be like more creative, kind of. Just stuff that you definitely would not like. Because if oh, that was, no, we wouldn't want you to like like it. Oh, yeah. It's no, that's, tough. That's cold. <laughs> like oh. Carabiners straight out of the freezer. Dropped on my stomach. That's pretty common, though. All I've tied down, I can't get the Yeah. That's miserable. Oh, yeah, wow. so he acts like he, he loves it and all that, but he comes pay for it. That's sure. <laughs> I love that idea, so thank you. He's very welcome. Yeah. 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 Just have a glove or something, otherwise it's kind of miserable. Hey! And I was like, I never thought about putting carabiners in the freezer, but like... <laughs> like, it's going to be more stable than the ice because it's wider. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, they stay put very well. Maybe if you're really, really mean, you can flip them. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you won't like Giving us all kinds of good ideas yes. over here. <laughs> the sadist tingling. <laughs> the sadist are tingling. <laughs> all kinds of ideas. There you go. We can have, we can have an episode just on the sadist on the next. It will come, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so will I. <laughs> oh my god. I might to the podcast. Sure. In your opinion, what is something that should be considered more or thought about more before you're jumping into a BS relationship? Kind of touching on what we were talking about earlier, um, just the fact that you're both entering into this dynamic. You both have uh, needs and wants and desires that should absolutely be equally heard. Um, and be able to express what you want out of it and not not feel like you're a bad S-type or a bad D-type for stating what you want or won't do or, you know, basically anything. That's your chance to bring it to the table and to get the relationship that you want as Another thing to consider is why. Why are you trying to enter into a DS relationship? A lot of people I've seen make the mistake of wanting to enter into a DS relationship just so that they're in a relationship that's a part of the broader BDS community. And, and, they, haven't the, and they haven't or they really thought of what that's going to mean. Oh, yeah. Knowing, coming into it as educated as you can be, you know, understanding the terminology, understanding what the other person means when they use terminology, being being educated about what you are agreeing to is huge. Right. And no two people actually speak the same language. So if you're not 100% certain what a person is saying, let them know that and have them reword what they said. And odds are you'll find out a lot more about them when you do that. Mm-hmm. I love that because that reminds me of the, the beginning of what is now my vanilla relationship. Uh, with one of my two partners, the, the individual she had experience with MBC Crow, and in my time with her, I learned to talk. But at the beginning of it, there were several two-hour phone conversations where we were defining what a relationship was and what the expectations would be on either side of it. Before, before she would actually consent to saying, 
that we were in a relationship. And that takes time and that takes investment, but if you put that time investment in, the reward is compounded. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I absolutely agree. <laughs> Sorry, um, I became a cat for a moment and I don't really know why, but. Yes! <laughs> um, so I feel like you can just touch on this, but. On the other side of that same question, what should people steer away from when going into DS? A big thing I would say to steer away from is agreeing to something just because the other person wants it or out of fear, I guess, would be a better way to put it. Definitely not a healthy place to start if you're agreeing to things that you're not comfortable with. Somebody that cares about you and is a good partner is not going to want you to do that. They're going to want to want you to understand that percent what you're agreeing to and be comfortable with that. You know, um, keep you safe, keep you healthy and happy. One thing that I think the vast majority of people should stay away from. I, I will actually venture to say all people should not do this. Don't start day one with total power exchange. It's just that's just silly. You have to talk. You have to build up the amount of your power rates. And you can start pretty heavy. A lot of people, if, you're, if you've been into several GS relationships, you can start pretty deep into it. But going back to what we were talking about before, every relationship is unique. So even then, you couldn't possibly go into the next one expecting to be exactly the same. No, that is just a silly thing to do. It's a mistake I've made. Yeah, you, and, and it's understandable. You get excited, you found this new person, you have that new relationship energy, and you just want to jump right into it and get to all the fun stuff. If you want something that's going to be healthy and last, make you happy, ultimately. I think it's, like Gray was saying, I think it's worth taking that time and making sure that everything is understood. All of that fun stuff is fun because you trust the other person. If you don't take the time to build that trust, a lot of times it's just going to be scary. This is reminding me of something a member of community says, which is that before you can get sense, you got to get real unsent. And she says that in in with regard to knowing the nuts and bolts of how two or more particular people react, what their desires are, and things that when you when you're able to strip that down, then it really gives you the tools to build something better up. And now we're going to go ahead and. We are going to bring up our kink in the media. This week's kink uh, in the media segment focuses on this great state of Iowa. Iowa! The headline on littlevillagemag.com is Iowa's kink community wants to show you the roses. Published February 6, 2020. And it is describing Iowa Leather Weekend, which uh, crowds a Mr. Iowa Leather and Miss Iowa Leather, and focuses on uh, showcasing the various seats available. And I love conventions and vanilla life on comic conventions. I love talking to people about Batman for an hour at a time. But I also, although I haven't attended, I love the idea of going to a convention about kink and discovering the wider world. I do would love to go to kink conventions, so like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we can give discussions in the kink convention or you. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> Shameless plug here. Yes. Just saying. Give us money so we can go travel. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> Subscribe to us. Hit like. Love on us so we can love on you. <laughs> No. That's your best. <laughs> hey, maybe not that one. Bye. <laughs> so, what was the website, Mr. Gray, that you can go on to find this? LittleVillageMag.com. And the article is I was someone else's phone. <laughs> I was Keith's community wants to show you the rooms. We're open the rooms. Thank you so much. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Beyond the Vanilla Bean. Uh, we would like to thank our guests for coming and sharing their wonderful wisdom with us and being oh so cute while doing so. Uh, I am your host, Kay. I'm your host, Greg. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at, at one day I'm going to memorize Beyond the Vanilla Bean, B-Y-O-N-D. Oh, beyond, vanilla. Vanilla. beyond vanilla. Beyond vanilla. One day we'll know our social media presence. It will be a great day. Today's not that day. Okay. Okay. All of our stuff, if you go to our website, the way you spell it out, beyond the vanilla bean, correctly spelled, dot com, then you can get all our social media. And it'll be correct. You just click the link. It's perfect. Yeah, I'm looking at my feet. Bye, guys. <laughs>